Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 41 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library's podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracu. And we're back. We were gone for a couple weeks, and now we're back. How you doing, bud? I am doing not great because I am extremely tired at the Oh, moment. no. Yeah, I, I wanted you to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for me. I Well, you know what? I am doing my... I'm going to put a brave face for <laughs> you. Really do. You got a nice haircut while I was gone thank you i went a little a little shorter nowadays how about you though you're the one with the exciting stuff you're getting back from your western adventure i had a good time go see where the buffaloes roam i really did there's a lot of them that roam too <laughs> that is that is not hyperbole there are there are buffalo all over yeah it was super cool um minus my now cracked windshield it was a perfect adventure cracked windshield you can only drive you know you drive 5700 miles in two weeks there's the odds of something kicking up and Smashing the windshield, I think, are pretty good. All right. Well, I, I guess I could buy that. <laughs> That's what happened. So also, can I just say that in most states, once you kind of leave the east, the speed limit is 80 or more? Yeah, speed limits are optional in most parts of the I country. There were parts in South Dakota because there's nothing. It is just farm. Like, literally, South Dakota has something like 43 million acres of farm, which is bananas. But so... It's just like open road, so you drive like 100, which is what everyone's doing. And I have to say, I'm, I'm old, and it's the first time I've ever driven 100 miles an hour. I was like, yeah, look at me go. Well, it's South Dakota. You want to get out of there as fast as possible. I like South Dakota. It was actually really pretty. It was it was really pretty. Like It was idyllic. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't love every state, but South Dakota was nice. Plus, they have the Badlands. That's awesome. But you know what? I'm not going to blabber on and on because we got stuff to yeah. talk about. We don't need to talk about a state with 47 million miles of farmland and zero acres of books in the entire thing. Oh, stop it. That's, right. dig- that's a dig. That's, that's totally judgy. Unfair. Fired These are people who love nature. They're reading books about it. Don't listen to him, everybody. Hateful little man. But I'm back. And the magical thing that happened while I was gone is fall happened. Happy official Welcome into fall. Well, thank you, and the same to you. I mean, it is my favorite season, believe it or not. Everybody says that. I do like the fall. It, it also <laughs> didn't hurt that we were coming off of, you know, thousand degree temperatures for the past like two and a half months. It's true. So it was really hot when we left, and actually, when we got to Yellowstone, it was fall, and we were like, fall, this is what we wanted. But then when we got to northern Montana, mm-hmm. it was winter, and we were like, wait, 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 wait why are we Hold wishing on. for this? Yeah, like 30 is a little colder than I want. Let's go back uh, to those Yeah, because I, I agree 60s. with that one. Any yeah. Hanging around in the 30s, I'm like, no. That's no, not great. But now we are in the season of pumpkin spice lattes mm-hmm. of crunchy leaves hoodies, hoodies cozy everywhere. cozy sweaters look at i wore look at this outfit i look like i've fallen off a tree you, you do <laughs> very nature very earth toned um and we also feel that because it is this time you gotta like shake out those beach novels they gotta get off your reading list get you gotta forget about those summertime superhero movies you gotta get in season it is fall yo that's right everybody's gonna be inside not doing a whole heck of a lot except for drinking your public pumpkin spice lattes. Mm, sitting in front of a fireplace. Oh, actually, I, I got something to get us in the mood. Are you ready for it? Let oh. me prep it. It's oh. gonna it's gonna really take everyone on a journey. Um, but I found a foot model on YouTube who um, walks through fall leaves. So we're gonna listen to oh. a little bit of that. Alrighty. <laughs>
Oh, I got to tell you. <laughs> I love when you bring whimsy to the show, Michelle. I mean, don't you just feel? Weren't you transported? I was over here bouncing up and down, and I was like, oh, my gosh. You should watch the video. She actually I, has really lovely feet. Really nice. <laughs> You're just sitting there like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that is that how you make your money? Because I am envious. I would walk around in leaves. I have size ten feet though, and they're just monsters. They're just Sasquatch beasts that nobody wants to see on camera. Well, it's I a mean, hard life. I guess if you're worried about having Sasquatch feet, Amazon is about to start filming the Hobbit series, so they're going to be looking for foot doubles. <laughs> it's so hurtful. <laughs> But I like it, and I might try. I don't think your feet are <laughs> Hobbit-esque, by the uh, way. I don't know who started that rumor. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we have some movies to talk about that we feel fit the fall theme or make you think of fall or are good to watch in fall. And then we have some books. And everybody take these this very loose <laughs> interpretation. Yeah. I doing research for this. It was very difficult to find anything specifically uh, about. They don't make movies about fall. They, they make, don't. It's just it just creates the feel. So maybe you'll agree with us and maybe you won't. But why don't we just hop into it? All right. Well, you want to start? Or do you want me to go first? I'll start. So the first one I have that has always actually made me think of fall. I've watched it many times is Dead Poets Society. OK. It, it's got that feel to it. So. The movie, if you're not familiar, is set in 1959, and it's at a fictional, elite, conservative, um, I think it's Vermont boarding school. And it tells the story of an English teacher who's played by Robin Williams very wonderfully, and he inspires his students through his teaching of poetry. And so the movie itself is very affecting performances from the young cast. It has Robert Sean Leonard and Ethan Hawke when he's a little baby, and it's a genuinely i think inspirational turn from robin williams would you agree yeah i think it's one of his better roles one definitely. Of the ones he's definitely taken a lot seriously and he so has a beard that's usually a sign he doesn't really serious robin he williams. doesn't have a beard in oh, that he movie. Doesn't? no oh, man i only know that because i just watched the trailer and was like put back in the moment but the reason that it reminds me of fall is first of all we got the back to school theme anything with charismatic teachers brings me there and those mm-hmm. pep those uh prep school uniforms also I'm like, oh, it's fall. All those little matching outfits. So there, boom, it's how you begin. Yeah. It's, Start it off. It's going to be a very interesting dichotomy as we figure <laughs> yeah, out which like one goes into yeah. the fall here. Well, mostly I'm, I'm petrified of your picks. So what, what do you what? think people uh, should you, watch You for act autumn? like I come up with some complete nonsense all the time. I'm, I'm not is, acting. This is just like my true self. That is, only, that is only like 70% of the right. time. So True. Okay, so what do you have? Okay, I am going to start with a random choice here with the movie Dutch starring Ed O'Neill. Have you ever seen it? Dutch. No. So Ed O'Neill? Ed like O'Neill. Married yeah. with children guy? Oh, yeah. Yikes. Can, yeah. Be, believe it or I not, he actually... I don't know why I don't take your choices seriously here. All right, what's it about? Believe it or not, he actually does do movies, or they tried to make a movie star at one point. So basically, it's a um, kind of like a bonding movie. So he plays uh, like a stepdad kind of situation who has a preppy kid he doesn't really know and who's kind of a jerk. So it's um, his wife asked him to go pick the kid up from prep school for uh, Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. he decides he's going to do a road trip um, and go pick him up. And it's one of those movies where like hijinks ensue. But then as they 
get to be together, they start to grow to like each other. Aww. And yeah, it's one of those inspirational kind of tales. And the movie is them doing on a road trip through the middle of the country. Um, oh, during fall, so we got some foliage. Right. So they're I driving. Like it. They're driving through the trees. They're driving to the back roads. They specifically go on the back roads instead okay. of taking the main roads because you know the highway's boring. Jacob, this seems like a stellar choice. Thank you. And it, once you watch it, it's one of those ones. It's you know, it's good enough that you're gonna watch the whole thing. <laughs> it's not great that you're gonna be like, <laughs> you're like we're gonna go you're watch it a million times. You're not gonna buy times. it, but you're gonna rent it from the library and think that was good enough. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed that. That was a fun hour and forty minutes. <laughs> what a sell! That's okay. a literally what the library is here for. Is <laughs> yes. this. So yeah, check out Dutch. Fun little movie to go find. All right, I like it. Okay, so next one, very popular movie, but when Harry met Sally. Ah uh, yes. Of Solid course. fall movie. Um, story in 1977, we have college graduates, which is funny to think about that they're college graduates, but um, Harry, who's played by Billy Crystal, and Sally, who is played by Meg Ryan, and they share a car ride from Chicago to New York, during which they just kind of argue about the idea if men and women can be platonic friends, and then they meet up again 10 years later. Um, Carrie Fisher's in the movie. It's it's a great classic movie if you haven't seen it. Um, it kind of created a new standard for romantic comedies, I think, going forward from that point. And the reason that it makes me think of fall is there are many autumn walks under the leaves in Central oh, yeah. Park. Um, even on the, the cover is them walking through the Exactly. The and Meg, Meg Ryan's um, her hats and blazers, it's going to take you right there. It's taking you right to Cozy Town. And, folks, this is not like current Meg Ryan. This is full-on Meg Ryan, like 80s Meg Ryan. Yeah, she was great. Billy Crystal is in fine form, but really, you know, Billy Crystal's always kind of doing the same thing, and he's always enjoyable to watch. Yeah, there's no myth. I like to see the one day where he tries to put on some different kind of character, but... It's I don't know if that's happening now. But no, yes, Harry Metzah, a classic romantic comedy kind of thing. Like you said, it was like a template. Like, a lot of things kind of basically copy that formula Yeah, it's, really, it's, an, it's an important one, and it's yeah. pretty to look at. So, boom, what do we got? All right, let's go ahead and, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and throw another Meg Ryan one out there because I feel <gasps> wow. like oh. I'm going to go with a movie that basically seems like it was made in the 1910s with <laughs> You've Got Mail. Have you ever seen this I movie? have seen You've Got Mail. So aside that is from a the, good fall <clears throat> choice, too. Aside from the fact that it's interesting to see Dave Chappelle in the up, up-and-coming comedian role yeah. of just the funny sidekick. That's trying true. To play it straight. I forgot about that. Um, it's a movie about books. Of two competing bookstores. It's a remake of Book Around the Corner and stuff. Mm. Or Shop Around the Corner. Don't know it. Dropping more knowledge for you. (laughs) Oh, as I try not to die over here. Okay, (laughs) so you've got mail. So it's about uh, Tom Hanks is a CEO of like a Barnes & Noble-esque book chain that is opening a new superstore in New York City. Mm -hmm. Um, Around the corner, Meg Ryan runs a little neighborhood bookshop, like a kid's store. Um and basically, she's trying to lead a campaign to stop the big bookstore from coming in because it's going to take away all the business. And he, they basically are falling in love because they do not know that they are exchanging emails on AOL before Messenger. These are all words that just, half of our half of our audience has no idea what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're basically falling in love through the emails, but they don't know that it's. Doesn't she other. even have? I feel like she even has an email that just talks about how magical fall is. That feels familiar to me. Yeah, because so they spend a lot of time walking through parks and stuff, um, talking separately. To but a lot of a lot of scarves in this. A lot of long <laughs> yes. coats of the early of the late '90s era. Um, 
This is Tom Hanks in one of his most charming ones because this movie yeah. does come on and I still watch. It's it not as good it. as Sleepless in Seattle, but it no, has I its would, moments. No, it's definitely not as good it's as Sleepless in Seattle. It's only because it works for fall. Is that another Meg Ryan movie? Sure is. Oh my God. This and Tom Hanks. It's their like first together movie. It's like the Meg Ryan cast right now <laughs> at this point. But yeah, you've got okay. mail just for the time travel effects of watching this movie. You'll feel like Marty McFly and Back to the Future going and watching this thing. That's there's Jacob's guarantee. Okay, so um, my next one is Fly Away Home. Ah, the duck movie. Of course. So it's about Amy, who's played by Anna Paquin, as a very little human. And after she loses her mother in a car accident, she has to uproot her life, and she moves to Canada to live with her father, who's played by Jeff Daniels, who is this weirdo inventor, and she has no relationship with him. So initially she's struggling to find her place in the new home, um, but things really change for her when she stumbles upon a collection of abandoned goose eggs. And when the eggs hatch, um, her and her dad work together to kind of teach these motherless birds how to fly south for the winter because they don't um, inherently know that. Like that's something that they learn um, from other geese. So this movie is beautifully filmed and completely heartwarming. I mean, I don't know who could watch it and not like it, but it really it's great for fall because you get to see the ducks flying south for the winter and and really you get a great shot of the autumnal wilderness so perfect for this month oh yeah and it's a fun disney family-friendly kind of-esque movie it is it's real nice by the way great work on autumnal oh thank you it was like oh she can nail it nailed it <laughs> Stop. I can't stand you. Just move on to your next pick. All right. So I got to throw, I'm going to put a bunch of sports movies all back to back because I know you care absolutely nothing for it. So I'm just going to recommend a bunch. I'm just going to like glass over right now. It's so fall. Just, so it's the okay. sports season. So it is true. It's true. All the big ones are playing right now. So I got one for the top three sports in the well, one of each for them. So for, if you're going to watch some football, you can go with either any given Sunday, remember the Titans or the blind side. All three very different movies. Yeah, they, they definitely work for fall. Sports We've got basic. some Thanksgiving in there. Yeah, some Thanksgiving. What about your favorite one? Which one's that? Rudy. I was going to mention Rudy and its oh, own okay. animal. But oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. I don't want football. I don't want to get all misty-eyed here this morning. Just I know it, I know that it affects you a lot. I mean, you know, his friend in the in the forge and right at the beginning oh. I, I don't remember it that well i can't i can't bro down with you on this oh, but no. I, I feel like Let's it see. was a good fall film and now i'm getting all upset because you can't remember rudy <sighs> oh i just let you down all the time <laughs> um when it comes to baseball i'm going to recommend the scout which is a lesser known brendan Fraser, albert books kind of movie okay um about a the best pitcher best baseball player in the world being found in some random do baseball Mexico movies League? work for fall yeah, Aren't they, the isn't fall, it a summer sport? It's the fall classic, man. It gets in the playoffs. Oh, okay. But it's a, actually a plot point how they have to wait until fall for this okay. dude because the guy's literally insane. Hmm. But it's a nice, lighthearted comedy, so go uh, figure. Don't understand. Okay. And it has Diane Weist. Oh, I love Diane Weist. Yeah. She's in one of my picks coming up, so, so that, cool. That just makes everybody feel better. Yeah, and right. then for hockey, the usual slap shot, which you know, everybody should see at some point if you're a hockey fan. And the new classic, The Goon, starring Sean William Scott as a just an enforcer who basically just gets punched in the head but is a lovable lovable scamp of a guy off the I ice. feel like you could have started in that movie. I you know what? I wish I could. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not going to argue with Sean William Scott showing up and stuff. Okay. New star of Lethal Weapon, by the way. 
That's that's for another um, another everything. But yeah, go get your sports movies on with any of those ones. A lot of football, obviously, because it's yeah. fall, and that's that even works like. for me. I accept that in fall. I accept these football films. Okay, so what you got? Okay, so the movie, um, really great movie, Far from Heaven. Oh, I never saw that one. It's great. So the story, which crosses both kind of like sexual and racial lines, revolves around a privileged suburban family. And their lives are, you know, filled with this daily family etiquette and social events at clubs and keeping up with the Joneses and yada yada. And they're really turned upside down when both the husband, who's played by Dennis Quaid, and the wife, who's played by Julian Moore, are faced with choices um, that not only create a gossip mill for the community, but they change their entire lives forever. All of them. All, all those lives. Boom. So it is an exquisitely designed and performed melodrama. Like it's a really, really excellent film. I highly recommend it. Um, it it really earns its viewers' tears <laughs> that that will come um, with just sincerity and intelligence. I really like the way it was filmed. And the reason it reminds me of Fall. So we've got Autumn in Connecticut, lots of shades of red throughout the film. They show the suburbs kind of getting ready for winter. Um, truly every single shot looks like a 1950s fall postcard that's pretty that's pretty awesome I'll yeah go check that one out yeah it's a great movie and it's just really visually pleasing especially for september or october so i highly recommend nice. all right let's do a couple more before we move on to books all right um i want to give a special uh not happy shout out to oh. autumn in new york because as autumn i was looking yeah as i was looking this up and I saw that. I was like, "Don't pander to me, Richard." Yeah, Gere. I I did not see that movie. I mean, the the it belongs in this list because of the title. Yeah, you can't <laughs> put a f- season in your title and just no. assume that we're gonna put it on the show. So I said we did. Do yeah, well, we did, but we are not recommending Autumn in New York. Okay. Take, take that, Richard Gere, Winona Ryder. Wow. That's right. I'm putting my foot down on this one. That's some rage. So. On the plus side, the one I am going to recommend because it was partially filmed here in Buffalo, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay. That makes me think of Christmas a little, but it's definitely a fall movie because it's Thanksgiving that they're coming home for, right? Yeah. It's just cold. Yeah, it's just really cold. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I always look for an opportunity to recommend the slapsticky kind of comedies that they don't really really make well anymore because now if they made it, it would just kind of be like a teen sex comedy probably. Yeah. But um, it's about two guys trying to get home, kind of the same being a Dutch, actually, now that I'm kind of putting... Okay, you know what you like. I do. I got a very specific um, palette when it comes to my fall movies. Um, But two guys who um, off an airplane and then got to drive, share some time together, even though they can't stand one another, trying to get across the country in a car, and everything starts falling apart. Yeah, classic. Yeah, very like Tommy Boy in that regard, too, where it's just everything... God, another good one. Man, I have, I'm going to go home and just pick up a bunch of, uh, <laughs> yeah, before just, I leave here, I'm just going to pick up a bunch of car road trip movies. That's, that's okay. apparently where my mind is at right now. And you know, you just you just made me think, since you just said Palette, um, I just thought of a movie that has, I think you'll really appreciate this, a autumnal color palette. Nailed it again. Um, Which is um, Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Had that on my list too. I mean, that whole movie just kind of looks it's not only that there's like there's feasting and family and friends but the whole thing the whole color scheme is if instagram came out with just fall filters that would be that movie so again it's it's a stop motion movie it's really great it has voices of george clooney and meryl streep and it's about these foxes and these farmers and all based of the hijinks a, based on a book that they get into yes um 
I just wanted to throw that one in. But then my real recommendation is Practical Magic. Oh, the Nicole Kidman. Yeah, Sandra Nicole Bullock Kidman, movie, right? Sandra Bullock. Um, they are sisters born into a magical family. And they are witches, but they kind of try to avoid that lifestyle. But then things happen um, that they need like a crash course in magic. Um, it's so cute. I feel like Rotten Tomatoes gave it like 20% or something oh. terrible. And that was not justified. I mean, plus for fall, you got witches, you got small towns, you got candlelight. You what? got Sandra Bullock. Like well, what, what else do you need? Do you need? <laughs> Thank you. You're right on the money with it. We are on we are on the same page here. So do you have any more movies? You want to do one more before we get into maybe some books or Yeah, I'll just throw out like, you know, the usually the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Of course. Gotta that's get, a good gotta one. Get that one out there. there was a movie I've never seen called October Sky, but I felt oh, I like I had movie. to was it good? Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't what I thought it was gonna I be. I mean it has October and from the trailer it has sunsets and flannels. Very, so. very close to pandering October Sky. You, <laughs> you saw what happened to Autumn in New York. <laughs> And uh, I guess the other two election, because uh, that's a fun Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick. You got it back to school. Yeah, I, I like that. And then Five Hundred Days of Summer, because of how the movie ends up, and you get to realize that it's not all Zoe Deschanel's fault. People, stop hating on her in that movie. Have you ever seen it? I have. I Everybody. liked it. He was too needy. I didn't blame her. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a yeah. lot of people were like, "She's okay. such a jerk," and I'm like, "You need to rewatch the movie, man," because I don't think you paid attention. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Um, St. Elmo's Fire is an old classic. That great, great song. It's also um, has a lot of car rides through falling leaves and family dinners and chunky might, sweaters. I think it might even have a Steve Gutenberg sighting. See? I mean, he's he is the epitome of fall. Um, yeah, and that's it. I'll kind of leave the rest for another time. So those are some great films to check out. You're trying to get in the mood. Don't be sad that you got to close the windows and no. maybe get the throw on the, on the couch. It's okay. Curl up with these movies. And now... Some books to curl up with. Um, so the first book, this is, I love this book. This is the perfect fall kickoff the season book. And it is um, Night Film by Marisha Pessel. Hmm, Do you know, know it? One. We've never talked about this book. No. Oh, you're going to love this book. You're going to you're gonna definitely film. read it. So the premise is on a damp October night. So we're in October. It's legit. Beautiful, young Ashley Cordova is found dead in an abandoned warehouse in lower Manhattan. And her death is ruled a suicide, but this veteran investigative journalist, uh, Scott, suspects otherwise. So he starts to probe into, like, the strange circumstances surrounding her life and death. And he comes face to face with the legacy of her father, who was this legendary reclusive cult horror film director. Mm. Um, He hasn't seen in public in more than 30 years. And then so it's just like this Scott driven by like revenge and curiosity and the need for truth and him trying to figure out what really happened to Ashley and finding out about this director. And it is awesome. It's gorgeously written. It's totally spellbinding. And I feel this story holds you in suspense until the last pages. It has images in the book, so I don't recommend it on audio. Um, There was even, I think, like a website that went along with it. It's Mm. awesome. I always like those multimedia approaches when you're it's, going for more than it, one. Uh, I don't understand avenue. people who wouldn't wouldn't like this book. I feel like it's it was just such a such a fun, exciting story, um, and you really do it. You want to be like a little chilly and curled up, and it's kind of like prepping you for Halloween. It's got all the stuff, Jacob. 
I'm, I'm with you. Look at us. We're like, yeah, I'm, I'm we speechless. Say. Speechless at this <laughs> moment. Such like, a great our, choice, Michelle. Yeah, I was like, right on the nose. <laughs> yeah. You nailed it. Why, we just shut the show down now because <laughs> it, it doesn't get any better there. <laughs> I, I needed that. It's early, and I needed that. Yeah. Okay, what do you what do you got? Uh, how about Watership Down by Richard mm, Adams? Mm-hmm. Get da- get down with the Rabbit Wars. Oh yeah, that's a really good choice. Yeah. I like that book. So if anybody hasn't read it or um, seen the animated one, it is a story of the life of rabbits and you know (laughs) that's it bye (laughs) yeah fight fight over you know they're actually having rabbit dialogue it's not just like somebody writing about rabbits jumping around in which congratulations to him on creating a book where rabbits talk that is a really great drama and boy howdy does this movie or this book and movie get into some serious stuff like this is not like a light-hearted book uh at all people there is some big themes going on here in this movie um but and you know it's set in a field, set with rabbits getting food for the winter and stuff like that. But it's just such it's a, also nice and long. That's yes. good for fall. And you could just curl up. You get to think about rabbits. Who doesn't like thinking about rabbits? <laughs> I was swallowing when you said that. <laughs> Say rabbits one more time. You said rabbits like ten times I, in like thirty seconds. Well, I mean, when you're describing Watership Down, I guess you gotta you just gotta, keep saying gotta rabbits. Get, gotta get into rabbits. I could have said bunnies. Thought <laughs> thought better of it. <laughs> Foot thumpers? Is that Ooh. is that a common? No. We're, okay. You're, you're over here living hairs? in t- hairs. Hairs. Oh, see, you're living in both <laughs> 2058 and 1958 <laughs> at the same time with those Thank words. You. Thank you very much. Go okay. check it out, people. Watership down. That's Richard good. Adams. Good book. Um, okay, so now I think another good one would be The Secret History by Donna Tart. You might have heard of Donna Tart. She got really popular a few years ago when the book The Goldfinch came out. Uh, but The Secret History is uh, her book prior to that. And it's the story is that there's these uh, this group of really clever uh, eccentric misfits at this elite New England college, because you know I like these back-to-school kind of private things. Of course. And they're under the influence of the really charismatic classics professor. And they're discovering a way of thinking and living that – um, is really different from the sort of humdrum existence of their contemporaries, but they start to go beyond the boundaries of normal lives, um, which are changed when they start to realize how hard it is to live and maybe how easy it is to kill. No. <laughs> so it gets a little crazy. Um, I think in general, though, that campus novels are really great during the fall and winter, and this one has a really twisty um murderous stylings that they bring like a nice air of mystery to the season so i think that's a good choice yeah there you go all right what i else? always like when you get to go from preps to murder i was always <laughs> sure i mean they're they're always right there <laughs> anyway it's the stress of all that work they're right there um so next i am going to go classic style probably the last one there i'm gonna go with the hobbit by J.R. tolkien okay it's a good movie about walking cross and i know a lot of people consider it a summer read but whenever I read it, I'm like, you know what? I'm not walking across Middle Earth in the summertime. It's going to be too hot. <laughs> That's true. You're just wearing these heavy clothes. You'd be sweating all over the place. I'm like, no. I mean, it goes through many seasons, so fall is definitely one of them. Whenever, if you, little advice, people. If you're ever going to go on a mission to go get gold from a dragon, start in the fall. <laughs> you know, It's going to be a little bit cooler for your walk. Listen you're going to be carrying a lot Jacob. of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a story of uh, Bilbo Baggins. It's the prequel. I, I hate to have to say it like this that it's a prequel to Lord of the Rings. I know, it's but like the first book, but it is a prequel to Lord of the Rings, and it's about him leading an exp- or joining up an expedition of dwarves to go steal a bunch of gold, take a mountain back from a dragon. You've probably heard of The Hobbit, yeah, so if you haven't, but you probably haven't boy, read it. 
it's such a good book. I like to read it once a year, actually. It's just such a fun, quick read. You can knock it out in like a day or two because it's yeah. just it flows very well. It's one of the best fantasy worlds out there. Just just a great little great little read to curl up there and be like, I'm gonna knock this book out in a couple afternoons. Sure. I'm not going out when it's all windy and cold. There's Jacob. You're so delicate. Like a, a crumbling little leaf. <sighs> I wanna I wanna listen to the, the sound effect from earlier. We'll go back. Book. We'll just play that on repeat. Um okay, so another book, this one. The main um, juxtaposition of it takes place in November, so I thought it was a good choice. But In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Okay, makes such sense. A, Never read a, it. Oh, no. you, also really solid book. So it is his. It's Truman Capote's masterpiece. It's really an astounding work of narrative fiction. So it recreates and details the murders of an entire family um, who were shot point blank, like I said, in rural Kansas on November fourteenth, nineteen fifty nine. And then it kind of goes through the aftermath of it. And it took Capote five years to fully research and write um, the story. But because it's him and he's just he's such a good writer, you're really drawn intimately um, into the background of the murders and the capture and the trial and everything that happens to these ki- to these killers because the novel is it's really amazingly detailed um, and profound and worth reading. And I think it fits into the creepy fall theme, you know. Oh, yeah. Halloween, mada. Yeah, we're bumping up on Halloween. Mada. Mada. So, okay, any other titles you want to throw out? I just saw one called, a book I haven't read, called Dark Harvest by Norman Patridge. But, you know, it has harvest in it. Yeah. And it's about it's probably a, pumpkin a, on the cover. a killer named October Boy. So that's, oh. that seems worth checking out also. Sure. But I didn't read it. So, okay. Yeah, I, I got we, nothing really else. All right, but, well, but, then that's it. We yeah. did it. We did it. We did it. I knew we could do it. I was very confident in our abilities. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us two weeks later. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to our show and to rate us on iTunes if you can. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, available on all your favorite podcasts. All the things. Visit the library. If you don't know where to find that, just go to buffalolib.org. You'll see a link for us, and then you'll see the catalog. You'll see the books. It all will come. It'll all come together in one place. You'll listen to the podcast and be like, I need to go play. It's like I was just getting told to go visit this place. See, it all makes sense. And then I want to let you know a couple very important things about fall that, you know, so during the gray squirrels fall caching season. Say that five times. When the little critters are burying their nuts and seeds in hundreds of, you know, scattered caches that serve as emergency, you know, winter larders for later. A typical squirrel, okay, in the fall shows a 15% increase in the size of its hippocampus. We say that on the show, <laughs> which is the memory and emotion center of the brain, um, compared to the rest of the year. So literally, squirrels are smarter in the fall. Oh, and continuing on that, human children born in autumn, so September through December, are more likely to excel in school than those born at other times of year, according to like a UK Department of Education report. Huh. Everyone is. is just smarter in the fall. It's because you don't got all that heat screwing up your it's brain. It's true. It's like everything's better. And a final thing is that an analysis on Facebook data found that more people change their relationship status from single to either in a relationship or engaged 
in autumn that than on a yearly average, while more breakups occur in the summer. Yeah, that, that tracks, actually. That right? makes sense. Fall is for lovers. It is. I want to curl up with a good book. And maybe a good Watch human. It. That's apparently the way it's going. So, yeah, grab some books, grab some movies, uh, grab a new friend, and enjoy all of this. And we will catch you next week. See you then, folks. Bye.